Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of Political Inquiry. Political Inquiry Season 2 is about queer and trans communities, networks, and coalitions in Michigan. I'm your host, Blake Bile, current senior at the University of Michigan studying political science and writing, and in today's episode, we are joined by the Michigan Gailey's very own editor-in-chief, Gray Weinstein, to talk about the publication, as well as why community matters. Before we get started, I would just like to thank our graphics and social media director, Atticus Spicer, for their contribution on this episode. Without further ado, please enjoy. Hi, Gray. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. It's been a long time coming, to be honest. I feel like you were meant to be here. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> so, um, so for those who might not be familiar with you or the work that you do, can you kind of give yourself a little background of like how you're affiliated with the Gailey? Yeah, um, I don't know why anyone would be familiar with me or anything <laughs> that I do. Um, my name is Gray. I use he, they pronouns. Um, I am just some guy. I am a senior at the University of Michigan. Um, I founded the Michigan Gailey, the queer and trans publication on campus. Um, yeah, I think that's my claim to fame. Yes, people know. I I know about you and I stand you. So. Oh, that's very sweet. Thank you. <laughs> but so um, I guess my next question is like, well, before before I get into, into question questions, um, I don't know, where are you from? Uh, I'm from St. Louis or like the suburbs outside of St. Louis. Okay, okay. Because I, what you were talking earlier about doing like stuff in Jackson, and I was like, "Oh, did you live with Atticus in Jackson? Were you a Jacksonite?" I was not a Jacksonite. <laughs> I'm not cool enough. Okay. No. So what? What sort of made you um, leave St. Louis? Were you kind of like, "Fuck this"? Was it mostly just like Michigan? Like, what was the vibes in St. Louis? I knew that I wanted to just like go to college somewhere that was different from where I grew up, yeah. um, just to sort of you know have more worldly experiences, et cetera, et cetera. Um, uh, the suburbs that I grew up in were very white and very conservative, and so that was not my favorite. I honestly can't give the typical queer sob story of like, oh, I was so bullied, everything was so bad. Um, you know, high school was fine. I had some friends. Uh, I was deeply closeted, although I don't think I was fooling anyone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was not It was not a very pro-queer environment. Um and I do remember one of my like formative memories in high school was the year after I took health, which was where they did like the sex ed sort of program for a week. Um, the school board changed it to be more inclusive towards LGBT people. Oh, and it basically amounted to like they had a slideshow and it was like the L is for lesbian. Two <laughs> women can be in a relationship with each other. It was like very, very basic. And it was not. I didn't take it, but my younger sibling took it. And from what I've heard, it was not like comprehensive sex education. Mm -hmm. um, but people lost their shit. People were like, you know, they're teaching our children to have anal sex. Like, oh this God. is disgusting. This is horrible. And so I, I never really felt like I directly experienced homophobia. Like, I was not particularly picked on. Mm -hmm. um, but there was definitely sort of an atmosphere of, like, it was not super accepted. So it was nice to come up to Michigan and... Ann Arbor is a college campus. It's obviously very liberal and very accepting. And I was doing some 
electoral work my freshman year and I remember calling my mom and she was like oh how's the campaign going how's like knocking doors and canvassing and I was like there are pride flags in Ann Arbor the way there are Trump signs at home you're like right. they're on every door and it's so great instead of being completely terrifying and we yeah. love to see it yeah I um I also grew up in like suburban rural-ish area kind of metro Detroit area um like same thing like I don't know, like Dixie Democrats, basically, or like mm -hmm. Reagan Democrats. Um, but so did your high school have a GSA? Um, we briefly had a GSA. And then the teacher who was running the GSA, who as far as I know, was not gay. At least he was a man married to a woman. Okay. Um, I won't <laughs> begin to speculate what was going on there. <laughs> yeah. But he left the GSA to become the debate captain which i knew because i was on the debate team so our debate coach abandoned the gsa and you know left so the gays to die <laughs> so there was like okay so there, there was but then it, it kind of dwindled out um did that sort of like influence how you saw like queer organizations here like did that was that one of the reasons why you sort of started the gaily or i guess i guess my question is um, like, why were you inspired to start the Gailey? What kind of got you start thinking about it? Yeah, definitely the GSA was not like a big force at my school. I would say, like most high schools, the theater department and the band department mm -hmm. was the driving force behind Queer Life. Yes. Um, and I had friends who were in both of those, but I did not participate in them. Um, but I came to campus and I was really excited to be out for the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, at the time I was coming out, I think, as a lesbian, um, and then eventually came out as trans, and then eventually came out as bi, you know, whole whole process there. Yeah, the, but... <laughs> the, the bi to trans pipeline. Exactly, yeah. Um, and yeah, at the time, that was something very new for me, and kind of scary to be like telling a bunch of like freshmen, like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gay, I'm into girls. That was yeah. very exciting. Um, and so I was really looking for community and there are a ton of queer orgs on campus at the University of Michigan, which is really great. And so I was involved in a couple of those and I just didn't see anything that was geared towards the sort of writing, um, like journalism sort of side mm -hmm. of things. And that was something that I really enjoyed and cared about. And it started as a bunch of friends. We were going to do like a one-off publication. Mm -hmm. And I reached out to a bunch of other queer student orgs to see if people would be interested in sort of helping put together like a one-time like LGBT themed newspaper, basically. Yeah. And there was enough interest that we wound up sort of building into a bigger organization. Oh, exciting. So so when did you, did you start your freshman year? Yeah, I started first semester my freshman year. Damn, that's like into it and like, we are doing gay things. I love it. I Hit love the ground it. running with maybe um, an outsized amount of enthusiasm. Yeah. But <laughs> So was there any, so there was like, good. There was good like spirit behind it and everything. Was there any like obstacles or barriers in actually trying to like found the Gailey? as far as like logistics or like school admin, that sort of thing. Yeah, definitely like funding was a little bit of a barrier. Political and inquiry is proudly put on by the Michigan Gailey, which is an LGBTQ um, plus year, news publication at the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. It was in this like house that was by where all the other frat houses are. So you had to like no. go down like all the frat houses to find like the hidden gay one. Um, <laughs> and I just remember like making this journey. It was like raining. It was cold. It was very dramatic. I had to like make this trek like a mile up the road. Um, 
and they were super helpful. They gave me a grant and that was like the money that we needed to sort of be in print and sort of get off the ground. And I think that being in print that first semester was like a big selling point for like recruiting new members that like you can see your writing in print and you can have this like physical thing that you can sort of hold and yep. you can see all of your work sort of laid out in front of you. Um, so that was really helpful. Um, and then the other thing was just getting people interested and keeping people interested. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely I did a lot of work reaching out to other LGBT organizations, um, other just like identity-based organizations on campus. So like the Black Student Union and like La Casa, which is I think the Latinx group on campus and um, sort of trying to offer an exchange and be like, well, hey, like I would love for you to advertise us to your members and we would love to like do some journalism and like cover your events, yeah. and, like talk about what you're doing. Um, and so I think that was helpful in sort of getting a base and I think it took me a semester to figure out that people wanted in-person community and not just a project. Mm -hmm. I was very excited to like read people's writing and edit people's writing. Yeah. And I think a lot of members were like, we'd like to like see you and like yeah. <laughs> go to a bar and like go to parties. So like organizing social events, which is not always my strong suit and not where my strengths lie. Um, so bringing more people on to sort of help with the like in-person community aspect of things was a little bit of a hurdle at first and wound up being like, I think one of our greatest strengths. Yeah, it, it must have been hard too with COVID. I mean, you and I are both, so it was your freshman year winter semester that COVID hit. How did that like affect the gay weed? Um, yeah, that negatively. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we've been online the last couple of years um, at first because nothing was in person and there was nowhere to put imprint copies of the publication. And then just because we weren't really sure people would feel comfortable like coming in person to do things, we wanted to make sure that we still have remote options and we just didn't feel like there would be a lot of students who would want to be like exchanging physical items when there was a lot of uncertainty about COVID and like how it lived on, how the virus like lived on inanimate objects and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and so we're gonna be back in print this year, which is very exciting. I'm so um, excited. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for that. And we've sort of switched from, we've always been a monthly publication, um, but we've switched from printing it as like a newspaper every month to printing every semester. So we're gonna have our first three issues that came out online are gonna be in one in-print copy as like a magazine rather than as a newspaper because it's gonna be so much more content. And now we have the budget to actually put everything in color and make it look mm -hmm. really nice, which is very exciting. Um, so I think that we're like getting back on our feet after COVID a little, and we're being able to return to some, you know, socially distanced, masked in-person events, which is really exciting. Yeah, as, as soon as we're about to graduate, it gets a little bit more normal. Yeah, it's, so I, sad. But it's for the better. Um, so are we still doing like, are we still doing the three like monthly online publications? I think, yeah, because I have a story this, this issue with Atticus. So. Yeah, yeah. So we publish um, our, our new issue every month online, and then every three issues, we compile all of those monthly issues and put them in print. Mm -hmm. um, and if anyone wants to follow our Instagram at the Michigan Gaily, we you know do a little roundup of all the stories every month that we've published, and that's where you can find like what's new. It's like drop day is so fun because I see the message in the Discord that's like the the issue has dropped. Um, and I'm like, oh my god, I am waiting on the Gaily Instagram for everyone's posts to drop. Um, and then I always share like Atticus's and Jackie's stories. Um, just, I don't know, it's fun, like community, you know what I mean? Um, 
I'm, I'm definitely gonna miss it when I'm gone. And it definitely has given like, it has given that sense of community. So thank you. That's, I mean, you, like I said before we were recording, like you have done so much and like, just the opportunity to be able to express myself through writing. And I, I don't know if I'm speaking for other people or just for myself, but like, it has been awesome. Like, like you said, there's no other sort of like, quote unquote, arts based or like journalist based, like we have Tagar, um, like there aren't really any like queer writing orgs. Um, and the Gaily did that, you know what I mean? So like, that's so sweet. So, Thank you. Yeah. I definitely, I think like my freshman year, because I was pretty isolated from queer community growing up. Um, and obviously like lots of my high school friends have now come out as queer because we, we always find each other. That's right. how it works. <laughs> but at the time I felt like very uh, isolated from a greater sense of community and definitely came to college and was like, I need a place where I can write about this because I need to like process 18 years of like being queer and not knowing that I was trans and like not having anyone to talk about it to. And I think yeah. I also definitely came in sort of, I think probably every sort of, or most young queer people sort of have this, like, no one is talking about, not knowing that like people have been talking about this for decades. Like no one is talking about what it's like to be like in the closet and how like that's kind of bad sometimes. And it's also been nice to like take courses and like actually read queer literature and yep. like understand like, oh yes, actually many people have been talking about it, but there is definitely, that, that was what it was for when we founded it. It was definitely the sense of like, I need to express myself and I need to do it now and I yeah. need to do it in writing. And I'm that's so nice that it has like given that to other people too. That's yeah, it's definitely an outlet. And I feel like everyone has their like OG first story, their like their coming out story. Um and I actually I used my coming out story um that I that I used for the Gaily for like one of my origin pieces for um my writing minor. So like and then we're doing the podcast, and then Atticus is doing like his we're gonna do like a series of comics and that's gonna go in his portfolio and then he's using that for his capstone like that's amazing yeah it's the creative outlet cannot be cannot be diminished like it is it is awesome and i, I like i said i'm i'm gonna miss it um so for for future gaily members are there any plans of you know what's gonna happen after you've left I mean, we're on the hunt for an editor-in-chief mm -hmm. for next year, so, you know, everyone should apply to that if you're a member of the Gaily. Yes. Um, I think that we've definitely been able to expand this year a lot into more visual arts mediums, mm -hmm. um, which has been really great because that is not my expertise at all, so it's really nice that we have, like, people on the team who are able to really get that going. So I'm excited to see more of that in the coming years, more comics, more just, like, visual art. Yeah. Um, we definitely have a lot more creative writers than we used to, so we have a lot of, like, poetry and, you know, creative writing, like, short stories, which is really cool. And, of course, the podcast, which has yeah. really blossomed this year. Yeah. It has been so lovely to see. Yeah, I, um... Uh... I, the, the podcast has been amazing and I could talk about it for hours and hours and hours and um, like I told you earlier like again the community the sense of team is just like something that I don't know that I cherish you know what I mean and and like you said like trying to pass the torch on to up uh, to like the younger queers like take this when I go like that sort of vibes is what it's giving this semester I don't know if you feel the same way very but, much yeah but that's how I feel um was there any like what are you gonna miss most about the gaily is there any moment that like really sticks out to you that you were like 
uh, this was like 50 years from now, when you think back about the Gailey, if we're still alive in 50 years, if the planet hasn't killed us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm really proud of how much of a community we've built. Like I think back to my freshman year, we decided to have our first event as a holiday party and it was me and two of my straight friends because I was scared that no one would show up. And I was like, guys, you gotta come with me. I have to socialize with people and like two other people, like there were two two like queer people who were members of the Gaily. Mm -hmm. um, and that was it. And we did our little holiday party last semester and there was like a ton of people. Mm -hmm. And that was like really exciting and really fun and just very cool to see. Um, in terms of other like moments that are nice, last year at Festifall, which is the big like recruitment event for student orgs in the fall, someone came up to me and told me that she had written her essay on like why she wanted to get into Michigan for her application to U of M yeah. about our publication. And oh I, I was almost in tears. I was like, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Yeah, that was that was a moment. I was having a moment at least. <laughs> so did did then did she get in? That was last year? Did she get is yeah, she was like a freshman student and she had been admitted and she said that like when she was going through the admission process uh, and they were like, why Michigan, you know, tell us something that isn't like your classes are good and mm -hmm. your professors are smart. Give us something specific. Yeah, we were like the something specific that she chose. Oh, my God. Yes. Love, love. I need to find out who that is and be like, girl. <laughs> I wish I remembered. I wish I knew if it was someone who was currently writing to the publication or if she was like, you guys are really cool. I'm going to go like do something else. <laughs> Probably that. That, happened. that. that That's happened. And that's okay. But that that does happen. Yeah. There are so many student orgs. Like, yeah. Especially like you said, there's a lot of queer orgs. There's, there's a, like, um, a lot of like, to my surprise, like OSTEM and like queer science and math orgs. Like, Go you, queers and STEM, right? Yeah, good for them. Couldn't be me, but good for them. Same. Yeah, I would rather, oh my God, I would rather die. <laughs> but um, I think that's all that I have for you. Um, did I answer the question you were asking there? I'm not I sure think I so. I can't even remember the question, to be honest. I think I said, <laughs> what's like your favorite moment? And no, you did, you did give a really good answer. You gave like... Okay, yeah, like, I did answer Humble that, beginnings yeah. and then like nice little moment with this with this freshman. So yeah, that was a good answer. That Thank was a you. Good answer. <laughs> that was a good answer. Um, okay, well, we, I mean, have been talking for 20 minutes, so we'll probably want to wrap this up. Um, so I just want to thank you again on behalf of uh, the podcast team um, for being here and joining us and having a conversation. You are season one, or season two episode one so you are our big poster child for season two so thank you for <laughs> thank you for taking that commitment i know no one told you about that <laughs> but thank you and um you know continue to do the good work that you do we it is it is appreciated it is really appreciated thank you and thank you for having me this is yeah. really fun well that wraps up episode one of season two if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to share us on your social medias and with your friends and family. You can find us on our Twitter and Instagram at inquirypod. That's I-N-Q-U-E-E-R-Y-P-O-D. Please stay tuned for next week's episode where Political Inquiry interviews Milford High School's Equity Club. Thank you again for tuning in. Until next time, take care. <laughs>